This is CKMS Radio Waterloo, 102.7 FM, and you are listening to From the Void with me, Christopher Sharon. Good to see you in the void again tonight. Tonight, I've decided to do a bit of a tribute to the late, great Demo Suzuki. Now, as I've said before, I don't typically gush and romanticize over past musicians. Um, it's, it feels distasteful and, you know, sort of cliche for most musicians because it's you, know, you always see the same thing. Someone dies, the record sales go through the roof. A bunch of documentaries come out about them on YouTube or wherever you see music documentaries. And then they just quickly disappear into obscurity. Now this musician, Demo Suzuki, has always kind of been in obscurity. Um, even when he was at his most famous, most people didn't have his records in the, in the record collection. Um, his most well-known albums uh, were produced with his with the band Can, um, one of the premier originators in Kraut Rock. Um, he started with them right with their second record and, and hung around till their fourth. And I think he had felt that they had pretty much maxed out their potential at that point, and he, he even retired from music shortly after that and became a Jehovah's Witness and continued on when he came back to music doing a bunch of mostly live work and he would hire backing bands of, of well-known musicians in the experimental realms and they would go out and do these concerts one-offs or small tours and he would refer to the band as his sound carriers and they would play improvised music for him to improvise vocals on top of and most of the time you can't understand what he's talking about you can't understand what language he's speaking and a lot of his vocals are atonal and out of tune. But there's something, there's some sort of conviction, an attitude that the demo could bring. You know, and he was unique even being, he's Japanese, you know, and he was one of the most famous kraut rock musicians. Which is strange, obviously. So tonight, I originally planned, because he just passed away a couple days ago, um... I originally planned to do a whole show with his music, but his music is really hard to listen to a lot of the time, so I don't want to do that to you. Um, I could easily put an hour together that I would love to listen to myself, but I know my taste and what I get from music is often very different than most people. So I'm going to play two or three Demo Suzuki songs tonight while I just feature a bunch of other Kraut Rock music that I love. So to start this show off, we're going to go with a track off of the second can record that he produced with them, um, so the third can record, um, pronounced um, Agi, I'm not sure how to pronounce the record, but I think it's Agi Bamyasi. And the track I want to play is called Vitamin C. <laughs> Stay at the corner She is living in the outdoor 
Proto-rock is one of those bizarre genres where it doesn't dictate the sound. Or, you know, when someone says country music, it's going to sound like country music. You know, dance music sounds like dance music. You know where I'm going. Krautrock, the only thing that really ties Krautrock together is sort of like their influences, where they came from, in most cases. And this motoric drum beat that seemed to appear all over the place. So I'm going to display an example of a, a very different sound of Krautrock. We're going to go with a band called Kraftwerk. I'm going to play a song off of their seventh record, The Man Machine. This is my favorite favorite Kraftwerk song. The song is called Space Lab.
Alright. For this next track, I want to go with another outstanding Krautrock pillar that also sounds different than the last two tracks we heard. We're going to go with the band Faust. We're going to play a track off of their was it their fourth album, obviously. The album's called Four, or Faust Four. The song is called Picnic on a Frozen River.
for this next track to feature Demo Suzuki. We're going to go with the song off of the final can record that he did with them. The album's called Future Days. Now, I'm not going to play my favorite song off the record because it's 20 minutes long, and there was a handful of 20-minute long songs I really wanted to play tonight, so I just couldn't really do it. I, th- I thought better of it. So this is the title track, like I said, Future Days. The final Demo Suzuki record with Can.
Alright, so up next, we're going to go with a Krautrock supergroup called Harmonia. They featured members of Cluster and Noi. Um, this album also features uh, contributions by... Um, Forget his name all of a sudden. The drummer from uh, Guru Guru. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this band is probably one of the more influential crowd rock bands. They might not be as famous, I guess, as the other ones we've been listening to, but even David Bowie named these guys the most important crowd rock band. We're going to play a track off their first record called Music von Harmonia, and the track is called. Veterano.
next track, we're going to go with a more modern offering from Damo Suzuki. Back in 2004, he did a collaboration record with post-rock band called The Sack. And on the second disc, there's a track called Cambridge One. And this is it.
Next, we're going to go with another Krautrock staple, Guru Guru. These guys have been around forever. They've not only worked, like when we listened to Harmonia there earlier, they've worked with the Demo Suzuki Network, which was his sort of thing after Can and his rebirth back into music. But these guys are still putting out records. They released a new album last year. But I'm going to play a track off their first record, UFO. The track is called Girl Call.
Well, it's about that time to just sort of vanish into nothing. As we do every Tuesday evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. <laughs> so, Krautrock, like I was saying before, doesn't really have any sort of common threads. Except for the fact that they're all kind of weird. And they're from Germany, usually. And they do have some common influences, I guess. Other than that drum beat I was talking about earlier, we got... You know, avant-garde composer Stockhausen, Terry C. Riley, Mothers of Invention, Frank Zappa, right? The Velvet Underground, The Beatles, Pink Floyd, obviously Pink Floyd, Miles Davis, and his Bitches Brew, Silent Way sort of era. Jimi Hendrix definitely had a big influence. A little bit of James Brown. The free jazz of Ornette Coleman and John Coltrane. I didn't say him already. If I didn't, I should have. But even with all those influences, with a small batch of influences, I guess I should say, specific influences, they took them all in different directions. And I mentioned Pink Floyd, obviously. <laughs> this next band I'm going to play, I think, exemplifies the Pink Floyd sort of vibe the most in the Krautrock field. This is Tangerine Dream. The first couple Tangerine Dream records had a more obvious Floyd vibe with the guitars and the drums and whatnot, but then they got really heavy into electronic music and synthesizers. Made an album like Zeet, which is a like ambient landscape masterpiece. With like Phaedra, which you've been hearing all night. The stretched out, sort of warped version of Phaedra that if you're a fan of Tangerine Dream, is probably driving you nuts. So right now I'm going to play Phaedra, but not the original Phaedra because again it's 20 minutes long and again I don't want to play a 20 minute long song I don't have time for a 20 minute long song but I have the deluxe edition of Phaedra with some Steve Wilson remixes in there and whatnot, and there's some outtakes so I'm going to play Phaedra outtake version 2B and enjoy it and I hope it's sort of like a if I do happen to have some Tangerine Dream fans listening right now this is like an apology for what I did to Phaedra throughout the show. Or maybe you enjoyed it. Maybe you liked the the mellowed out sort of vaporwave version of Phaedra. Anyway, love from the void. <laughs> 